What's up, guys? How are we? This is your host, Ryan Coyle, back here with another episode of the Beef Up Front podcast on PickSwap Media. Uh, we are in July now, into the swing of things as we head towards football season, my favorite time of year. So over the next few weeks, as we uh, line up to the football season, I'm going to be giving you some NFL content, whether it's fantasy football, um, some NFL season previews for the divisions, and as well as some college football previews we'll be talking about as well. Everything going on in college football right now, a lot of changing in the landscape. Um, exciting time here. Make sure to stay tuned, subscribe. Um, before we but before we get into today's episode, we're happy to announce our new sponsor, uh, Beef Up Front, as well as PicSwap Media are excited to partner with the thesportsdisplays.com. Sports displays are the creators of their own unique product, the jersey mount, which can be installed to any surface and is significantly cheaper than the hundreds of dollars it usually costs for this type of quality display. So make sure you go check out the link in our description and make sure to use the promo code PICSWAP, that's P-I-C-K, no space, swap, S-W-A-P, at checkout for 10% off and free shipping. So make sure to check that out, help us out, help them out. Um, we look forward to working with them. But today we'll be getting into some fantasy football uh, coverage. Last season, I did this as well on the Beef Up Front stream. Uh, now happy working with PickSwap. We get some more viewers and some more listeners through that. Um, I did a whole series where I went through quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, and tight ends. Um, I gave five that I would like to target in my draft and five that I would like to stay away from. So going back to last year's draft, five of my guys that I wanted to target were Justin Herbert, he was ranked eighth on ESPN. He finished second. Jalen Hurts went into the season ranked 10th, finished ninth. Matt Stafford uh, ranked 12th at the beginning of the year, finished fifth. Matt Ryan, uh, 15th on ESPN, finished 20th. So that was probably my one miss. And then we had Kirk Cousins was 21st. He finished 11th. So uh, four of those guys finished in the top 12 uh, or the top 11 at the quarterback spot. And then my guys that I wanted to avoid last year were Dak Prescott. He was the fourth-ranked guy going into the year on ESPN. He wound up finishing seventh, so he had a pretty solid year. Joe Burrow, I was all out on the Bengals last year. just sounded like a, they were going to be a disaster in training camp. I They had him ranked 13th on ESPN, finished eighth. So that was another miss. He had a great year, an MVP-type season. Um, but then my next three were really good hits. Ben Roethlisberger ranked 16th on ESPN. That was like more like a backup-type quarterback that you pick for your team. He finished 21st. Daniel Jones was ranked 17th on ESPN. He finished 27th. And Baker Mayfield, 20th on ESPN. He finished 25th. So that's kind of just a little uh, preview of how I did last year. I think you could say eight out of those ten um, guys that I said I would either target or avoid kind of worked out. So hopefully this year is the same as we head into another exciting year uh, of NFL football. A lot of a lot of moving parts this offseason. It was a big-time offseason. But today we'll be getting into my quarterbacks that I'm looking to target or avoid for this upcoming fantasy football season, uh, specifically once you get into your draft. So start it off, we're going to start at with a guy who's on my target list from last year, and he's going to be on my target list again this year, and that's Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts. Currently ranked sixth on ESPN in terms of draft ranking. Um, finished ninth in 2021, like I said. And I think he's going to be a top-five quarterback this year if he makes all the starts this season, even if he misses, like, one. He missed a few games last year with an injury. Um, but he showed improvements in his stride, I thought, throughout the season last year. Obviously, the major flaw with him, and it's kind of hard being a quarterback, but he needs to be a more consistent, more better passer. Um, even if he doesn't get better, like marginally better in that regard, 
than last year. He was still a top 10 quarterback last season, missing, I believe, at least one full start, maybe even two. So he has also so much value in the rushing game. He had 784 rushing yards last year, 10 rushing touchdowns. Now you're able to combine that uh, with the second year in Nick Sirianni's offense, second year of Devontae Smith. They just went out and acquired A.J. Brown, who Hurt has a great relationship with. Um, He's very, very comfortable, it seems like, in this offense now going forward. I think he has real potential as an MVP-type candidate this year as a dark horse guy if he makes like a big jump from last year. And the Eagles are one of the better teams in the NFC, like many people are projecting them to be so. Um, also add in that he has a great offensive line in front of him and a top-tier rushing attack behind him that's going to be able to keep defenses honest. I think that gives him great fantasy potential, great overall potential as a player, and he has a real shot at being one of the top five quarterbacks in fantasy this year, though. So right now you got him ranked at sixth on ESPN's draft list. I, ha- I would have him as one of my top five guys that I'm looking to target in my draft this year. Next guy we're going to target, he was on my avoid list last year. I don't think he will be that great – this year, at least in terms of the Bengals, I think they have a potential to take a little bit of a step back. They might have been a little bit ahead of schedule last year, um, but I'm, I'm targeting Joe Barrow again in fantasy this year. So currently ranked the seventh quarterback on ESPN. Finished eighth in 2021, had his breakout season last year, but he was coming off that ACL, so there was a lot of questions surrounding that Bengals team, uh, and he took the Bengals all the way to the Super Bowl, threw for 4,600 yards, 34 touchdowns, and I think this year 40 touchdowns is a real possibility. He is a very, very accurate throw of the football, and he has a great wide receiver trio to work with, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and T. Higgins. So um, he's going to be working with those guys for the second straight year. They do lose C.J. Uzama, so that's a blow at the tight end spot. But still, he's gonna he has plenty of weapons, and he's just going to continue to get better, I think. And they really went out and improved the offensive line, which was their major weakness last year. Now you have Joe Burrow, like I said, a super accurate quarterback already. More time to throw. I think he's in for an even bigger season this year. Um, this is a guy who's just gotten better year after year since he transferred to LSU. When, you, when you're looking at his numbers, had one of the better seasons in college football history at the quarterback pos- position in his senior year. Um, if he's healthy, there's no reason why he won't be at a top 10 quarterback and a safe start every single week for you. Third guy on our list that we're looking to target for our fantasy drafts in terms of quarterbacks this year, I'm going Russell Wilson here. He's currently ranked the 10th quarterback on ESPN, finished 16th and 21, battled injuries, I believe missed three games last year. was just an awkward year there, kind of going into the year. There was a lot of rumors that he might want to, might want out. He kind of wanted out this offseason before. Um, it just seemed like that whole, that whole Seattle era was just over with. And they needed a new start. And he got it with a new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, out in Denver, uh, who has an offensive mind. He really elevated Aaron Rodgers' game this last few years, it seemed like. And he's now in a situation with a much better offensive line, in my opinion. Joins a group with an intriguing uh, young amount of skilled players. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, who I think, if he stays healthy, is going to have a super big year. He reminds me of a just the way he runs his routes and the ability to get open down the field as well, like kind of like Tyler Lockett was for Russell Wilson in Seattle. He throw in a solid established running back like Melvin Gordon and up and coming running back like Javante Williams and a guy who's a speedster. And if he's just able to stay on the field and stay healthy and KJ Hamler, um, that could be a very exciting Denver Broncos offense with Russell Wilson leading. So hopefully an offensive system that plays to his strength, you know, Pete Carroll all those years wanted to just really focus on running the football. If they just let Russell Wilson go out there, throw it 30, 35 times a game. Then you lead on that running attack a little bit with Gordon and Williams. I think Wilson could have a huge year. So look for a bounce back year from Russell Wilson here um, playing in a very good division. So there might be some times where he's down uh, and they're, they're thrown from behind and he's able to get you a bunch of garbage time points as well. Our fourth guy, this is a guy I'm all in on, uh, probably my the wild card of this group. That's quarterback Trey Lance of the 49ers. 
He's currently ranked 13th on ESPN, finished 40th in 2021. He only made, I believe, two or three starts behind Jimmy G, um, but he came in and played some played some uh, snaps here and there. But you should never really get the full glance at him, but you, he did give you a look at the, the type of player that he could be. I'm, I'm all in on him this year as a fantasy quarterback. I know we didn't see much of him last year, like I was saying, and Jimmy G is still on the roster, so it's not really out there fully proven yet that Jimmy G will be – off the team and, and not starting for them. But you think Lance, it's Lance's time after everything they traded for him last year. Um, I think there's just too much potential here to work with. And especially if he's a 13th quarterback right now, if you're in a 10 team league and you get just say like a guy like a Patrick Mahomes, you take a quarterback early to Josh Allen, you want to take a swing on a high level backup that could potentially, whether your starter gets hurt and he fills in or a guy who's just a really, really good um, backup player, and you can eventually flip him for some running back or receiver talent down the line. That could be a good move as well. Um, but I think he has the potential to be a top 10 quarterback this year. At worst, I think he's going to resemble what Jalen Hurts was last year, and that was a top uh, top 10 fantasy quarterback. So an up-and-down passer that makes up for it in fantasy with the ability to run the ball, that's just like kind of kind of what we saw from Jalen Hurts last year. Kyle Shanahan orchestrates the best run game in the NFL, the most creative you know, zone scheme type of stuff. So he'll be able to work with Lance in that regard. And he also is a big body guy. He's like 6'4", 6'5". He's kind of built like a linebacker or strong runner that uses his body a lot well. So I think he's going to be a red zone asset as well for the 49ers. Um, Jimmy G threw for 3,800 yards last year and 20 touchdowns and I believe 14 starts. So if you're able to just get that passing production and then Lance replicates what Jalen Hurts did in the rushing department, get in between like 700, 800 rushing yards and around seven or eight rushing touchdowns, that's going to make him a top 10 player and start at the positions. So um, I'm all in on Trey Lance this year. I'm really targeting him in my drafts and I'm excited to see what he brings to the table. And our fifth guy on our list that we're going to be targeting, he's a guy who I think has another shot at, at being one of the long shot MVPs. Um, that's Derek Carr of the of the Las Vegas Raiders, excuse me. 14th on ESPN as of right now, finished 13th in 2021. Um, I think he has a legit shot, like I said, at winning the MVP. A lot of improved pieces on his team. Um, like I was saying with Russell Wilson, the AFC West is looking like the best division in the NFL. So he's going to have plenty of opportunities to win big games and have some big performances against some top-level teams. Um, the Raiders went out and get Devontae Adams, who – Carr has a great relationship with already. You bring in a top-level offensive mind to be your head coach in Josh McDaniels. Already have established players in the past game like Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro, who are Waller a top-five fantasy tight end, Renfro probably a top-20, at least top-25 fantasy receiver. Um, he just has such a high ceiling this year, I think, but he might be just ranked a little bit lower because he doesn't offer much in the rushing game. You look at other guys on this list, Lance, uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, Russell Wilson, they all added some value in the rushing game. So that's why they're ranked a little higher. I think Carr went out and threw for 4,800 yards and 23 touchdowns last year. I don't think throwing for 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns this year should be ruled out. A very solid offensive line in front of him as well and a solid running game. That's only going to help him more. Watch out for Derek Carr this year. I think he's in for a big season. Now we get down to the five quarterbacks that I'm looking to avoid in my fantasy drafts this year. Uh, we'll start out with one of the guys who's been one of the uh, headliners, I guess you could say, of this offseason. And that's quarterback Kyler Murray of the Cardinals. ESPN has him ranked fifth on ESPN. I love this guy as a player and his talent, but we've seen him down the stretch kind of uh, fold. So we'll get into that a little bit. But finished 10th in 2021. I think the Cardinals have the potential to like blow up this season in a bad way. Um, I feel like there's a lot of drama and uncertainty around this team. Um, to me, they just have a vibe around them that I don't like. And it starts with Kyler Murray and what, it, what has been going on with his contract. 
he seems like the guy who I don't think will step on the field until he gets that new deal. He kind of wants everything his way. And you don't blame him. He's been a successful player, but I don't know if I really agree with him. I, I'm more on the Cardinal side where I don't think committing big time money and a long-term deal to him after seeing what happens. So when you get into December, and especially last year in that playoff start uh, can happen. So he could hold out even into the season, I think. So that's a guy, or if you're taking him as the fifth quarterback on the board, you're expecting him to start each and every week with for you, unless he's hurt or if he's um, on, on a bye week. So I don't, I, th I really think there's a chance that he's he sits out like a game or two in the regular season if he doesn't get that uh, fully guaranteed contract that he's seeking. So, um, But this is a guy, like I, I was saying, starts hot every year and then fades down the stretch. So come playoff time for fantasy, he's at his worst, and that's not what you want for, for winning fantasy football championships. So DeAndre Hopkins also out the first six games with that PED suspension. Uh, that's something you like. And he's also a tiny guy. Does a good job of avoiding hits. A really exciting player and runner to watch we've seen, but his style of play makes me worried that he's going to get hurt eventually. He's going to get one of those bad hits is going and it's going to knock him out for a few weeks. So I don't like Kyler Murray this year. Um, that's that's a player I'm, I'm looking to stay away from. Next guy on my list, he was on the list last year. Um, he was fourth last year, finished seventh. This year he comes in ranked at ninth. I think he has potential to be like a, a still a top 12 guy, but I, there's a few guys like Trey Lance that I, I would like to target over him. That's Dak, Pres uh, Dak Prescott. The loss of Amari Cooper, I don't think is being talked about enough. Dak goes from a trio or a, a four solid receivers with Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and Michael Gallup. And then you throw in Cedric Wilson as well, who would fill in for whoever was out in that rotation and produce time and time again. So now he only has Lamb and a questionable Gallup coming off that torn ACL. You don't know when he'll be back. Um, and holes at the number three and four receiver spot. So the wide receiver core got worse for Dallas, also a worse and aging offensive line, uh, lost Lyle Collins, a less effective Zeke most likely. Tony Pollard, an exciting player out of the backfield still, who's going to add value in the passing game. And it won't surprise me if he takes over as the every down back by the end of the season. Um, but Dak doesn't have the type of weapons in the offensive line that he's had in the past. So things are pointing down for him from a, a fantasy perspective in my mind. And the, the Cowboys defense, too, which was very solid last year and very good at taking the ball away. Um, I think they're going to make the games kind of like a, a lower score and like slugfest type of thing, especially with the lack of receivers now for Dak, um, which should limit the amount of like garbage time points that he has coming from behind. Like I remember that game whether it was uh, last year or two, or I think it was two years ago, Cowboys were getting killed. Uh, they were playing the Falcons, and the Falcons' offense just completely fell apart. Cowboys get some turnovers. Dak's getting all these garbage time points, and he puts up a big day after not having a good game earlier. So just opportunities like that I don't think are going to be coming around as much anymore for Dak Prescott, so that's why I'm avoiding him. Um, third guy on our list, probably the biggest – story of the offseason and continues to be and that's quarterback Deshaun Watson. ESPN has him ranked 17th on ES uh, he's 17th ranked on ESPN right now. Did not play in all 2021. Um just told that Texans he's not playing then we have all the off the field issues not getting into that stuff, but I just don't think there's a chance he plays this year. If he does, I want to say he's going to get suspended for at least 12 games. There's just something I'm not touching. If he comes back, he comes back. Maybe you pick him up in the regular season. But I'm not drafting him this year. No ands, if, or what's about it. Uh, we'll move on from the Watson there. We'll go to Justin Fields now, 19th ranked on ESPN, quarterback for the Bears. Finished 31st and 21, didn't start the whole year, started about half the games, 
mixed in there with Andy Dalton. I'm worried he's headed toward a disaster season. I think the Bears could be potentially the worst team in the NFL this year. Um, they lose their their the top two receivers on their depth chart are Equinamius, St. Brown, and Darnell Mooney. I like Mooney, um, but he's like a number two or a three. St. Brown hasn't proven that he's more than like a three or a four. So that isn't a very appealing wide receiver duo. Cole Komet, I like him as a rising tight end. Montgomery and Herbert out of the backfield are a solid, solid duo, but this offense, is, offense isn't really moving the needle for me. And the offensive line's a liability, and I'm not a believer in Matt Eberflus as a head coach. I thought he was super overrated as a defensive coordinator with the Colts, um, and now I'm not confident with him leading a whole team. I don't like – I don't think his game plan is going to be really suited for Justin Fields to have fantasy success. He's a super talented player, and he, he's going to have some good games, I think, and flash some um, and add some value in the run game. He's a guy like I would maybe, if we're at the end of the draft and you can get him on the bench and maybe like be a spot starter when, if your guy's hurt um, or if he's on bye. But they're they're going to have chances, I think, to play from behind this year. But it's just he doesn't have much to to throw to. So I don't know how many garbage points he'll be getting. Uh, I'm just not buying him as a fantasy quarterback this upcoming season. And the last guy on our list will be Mac Jones, um, another second-year quarterback. Here with the Patriots, 22nd ranked on ESPN right now. So that's like really like a backup quarterback where he's getting drafted. But I like I like some other guys who are ranked behind him. Um, to potentially outplay that 22nd ranking. He finished 18th and 20th 21. I think the Patriots are really going to struggle on the offensive side of the ball this year, though, with Josh McDaniels gone. Um, they don't seem to have a real solid plan there. Bill Belichick doesn't name like a play, call, a play caller or what's really the, the, the go-to move now that McDaniels is gone. He doesn't have to say anything. He's Belichick. He's going to keep it to himself most of the time anyway, but still. I think they're really going to heavily rely on the run game like they did last year, uh, which limits Mac Jones' overall ceiling, especially with limited options on the outside, headlined by like Devontae Parker, Jacoby Myers, Aguilar, and Hunter Henry. None of those guys really move the needle for you. Jones also really struggled down the stretch and was limited as teams got more film and kind of strategized better against him. So um, I would rather take a chance on a guy with more upside, like Justin Fields potentially, um, or like a Zach Wilson, maybe even like a Daniel Jones with Brian Daywell calling the plays now um, than this second year, than this second year quarterback. So to run back through the list real quick, guys, I'm, I'm looking to target other than like the pure obvious ones, like a Justin Herbert or a Mahomes or Josh Allen. We're going with Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson, Trey Lance, Derek Carr, to target and to avoid, we're going with Kyler Mary, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, Justin Fields, and Mac Jones. Um, but that'll do it for our quarterback episode. We'll have another one for running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. Um, also, shout out once again to Sports Displays. Um, use that code in our bio, pick swap in the description uh, for that 10% off uh, on any product on the site as well as free shipping. But thank you everyone for listening. Please, if you haven't already, like and subscribe to PicSwap Media, uh, and we will talk soon.